0: welcome to keeping athena company this is a special episode recorded as part of a charity night i organized called library laughs it's a micro episode it's like 10 minutes long put on the kettle make a cup of tea have a little snack and enjoy the guest is wonderful it's a little episode that i recorded uh, for the crack really (sighs) maybe i'll do more of these micro episodes if they do really well we'll see um let me stop talking otherwise the intro will be longer than the actual episode i hope you enjoy oh i should tell you um the sound quality is terrible because it was recorded on zoom and towards the end uh, i had to breastfeed my son because he was going nuts so i go on mute and yeah you will know when it happens that it's happening okay but still it's still worth listening to because the guest is wonderful enjoy There was a lady right called Ella and she is my friend and she's doing been doing amazing things for ages and I keep saying to her come do my podcast and she keeps fobbing me off so I thought you know what come do my show and I'll make it into a podcast and she'll never know and she agreed <laughs> um, so we're going to do a micro version of keeping in the company it's going to be a chat with my friend Ella she's going to be amazing please put your hands together and welcome to the stage my friend Ella Al-Shamahai Ella come on hey. what's going on it's taken me years to get you here, years. You're such a- I, I love that you called me lady. There's this lady. You're not a lady. <laughs> oh, you not a lady. If you're not a lady, let me, let me introduce you properly. Okay. You are a National Geographic Explorer, right? That means you, you go to places other pe- places, other play people haven't been, um, like- Well, they have been, it's just not- Well, not they have been. And there's white people. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so that could be, that could be lots of places, really. Bear yeah. with me. I've got a dummy in someone's mouth. Um, <laughs> ironically, this is what happens in the podcast. It's just me trying to silence my child whilst having a conversation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly it. Um, you, uh, you've been on the telly. You've been on the telly. You host TV documentaries, educational stuff. Educational stuff about Let's stuff. Be, it's entertaining,
1: but yeah, sure. Let's go with educational. <laughs> yeah. I learned lots
0: because you made a show about Neanderthals, and I was like, I've got exes like that, and I learned about my exes. Yeah. <laughs> we all. <laughs> Ella I'm gonna ask you a question how are you let me start that with that, that question I'm good I'm really good how are you you did I
1: have to say you did actually quite um, yeah I had no idea I was doing the podcast until I saw the press
0: and I was like oh we're doing the podcast yeah you're right I am smart you're right to say that um but also <laughs> I just thought to myself what can we do to mix it up a bit you know, because we've got comedy, we've got improv. Because I'm trying to pitch myself to be next Graham Norton, isn't it? So I need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to elevate myself because there's gonna, not going to be stand up, but there's TV. So I'm like, this is what, let me try and Graham Norton the place up. It's your interview
1: um, skills. Well, there's 18 people on the line right now, so I guess we'll just see how many there is in a short while.
0: In a while, they, they paid their four pounds; they get their money's worth. <laughs> My are they're, I mean, they're, they're ringing every last penny out of their four pounds don't worry about don't worry about that um but you know i want to talk to you because you travel for a living basically and yeah. people talk to a lot, people talk about stand-ups and about how um lockdown is affecting us but we can still work i write for example there's lots of online gigs so there's lots of ways we can be creative and still engage in our in our jobs but you travel for a living so what what has lo- like lockdown been like for you and how have you found ways to kind of keep, keep active and keep your profession going. Um, yeah, so that was the thing.
1: So originally when, when it happened, I was like, well, okay, I guess this is my chance to, you know, I haven't, haven't been on stage in in quite a while. So I was like, well, I can just kind of be getting on stage a lot more. And then obviously proper lockdown happened and everybody like, not just flying, but like you couldn't, you couldn't even get into clubs and stuff. So it, I dunno, it's the, the problem that I've got is that when I talk to people about this, I've got to be really careful because essentially my job is really like I'm really lucky that I'm able to travel for a living. And uh, so if I turn around to people, I'm like, oh, woe to me. I could no longer travel the world. <laughs> like, amazingly, nobody has sympathy for me. <laughs> it's, like, it's really yeah, difficult because I feel genuinely it. I stayed, for it. I for that, I? No, it's it like, but the thing is, at least it's you. Like, I get like the Daily Mail asking me this as well. And I'm like, I've got to be really careful how I say this because, and like, I remember, um, like, you know, one of the papers was asking me about it and I was like, oh yeah, you know, it's really tough. So then I just kind of ran off to the Swiss Alps between lockdown one and lockdown two. And I just just lived there in a chalet. And the guy, and so for like, this is terrible, but genuinely for me, that was like, that's such a sad story. The girl's so traumatized that she can't like travel the world that she's then had to like run off to somewhere in Europe, which, you know, so people that don't know, I usually travel much further afield. and he's, he just literally paused and went, oh, how the
0: other half live. And I was like, shit. <laughs> like, this does not make me sound good at all. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. You need to hire me to your PR person and I'll be sat in that room next to you next time. I'll be like, zip it up, man. Zip it up, Tell <laughs> it up. He was on the phone. The was he on was on the phone. phone. And I reckon he must have just been like, oh, we need to have a word with her. <laughs> oh,
1: it's embarrassing. But no, like, it is, um, I guess like, but yeah, I mean, I guess the thing is, um, so all adventure telly, like all travel telly is obviously all stopped and like mostly stopped. And that's for good reason. Like we shouldn't like be just cavorting around the planet. Uh, all expeditions have slop- stopped for ethical reasons because we don't want to be going around like giving like, you know, communities like Covid because we're wankers who just, you know, whatever, um, who put our expeditions before people's lives. But it is super weird because I'm like, crap, I've still got bills to pay like for all my like, all my traditional ways of getting money have just kind
0: of gone, so it's very strange. Violin music, please, guys. No, that is violin music, and you, yeah, you put it on a bit, put it on a bit of a downer. Really, it's supposed to be like a fun night. Um, I didn't, I didn't want you to answer it properly. I wanted you to just like, you know, just... I could show you. I can walk around my room and show you all the places that I've been. That would be,
1: can you imagine? Yes. Worst
0: thing ever. Yes, please, bear with me. I've got, got a bit of admin to do here. Um, do right, yes, <laughs> show, me, show, me, show me What's the most interesting thing in your room right can now? Just, you've got a few Why is your not waiting for Hang
1: on a you minute, know, hang on a minute. This is amazing. Anyone else want to talk to me? <laughs> no, no, no. So <laughs> nice, nice,
0: nice. Jamal, how's
1: it going? Anyone?
0: <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, I swear to God, I spent the whole lockdown breastfeeding whilst performing. No one's even known. I swear, <laughs> down. No one's even known. I should have had one from the start. Um, but yeah, no. Seriously, what, what's the most interesting thing that's in your room right now? I want to see. Uh,
1: that would involve me having to show you my. Uh, so I've got. Um, I um I went you through a phase. Well, okay, I went through a phase of collecting fifty-two million-year-old million fossilized holes. So
0: not. So they're basically just holes, <laughs> fossilized holes that are. 52... Sorry, can I just clarify? holes or just holes? Like, are these? Fossilized butts.
1: I know, I know, right? No, they are no. different kinds of naturally occurring holes that are not human.
0: Because uh, my brain is like just hears ass, I just heard ass. <laughs> That's what I heard. Okay, cool. No, oh, tell me more. Tell me more. No, tell me more because this sounds fascinating. It. It says
1: they're just different kinds of fossilized holes, and I was just I just went through a period of about a year of just constantly collecting fifty-two million-year-old fossilized holes, and and it was just you know I, I don't know that was a bit
0: you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> How do you know they're that old? How do you know it's not, like, just like a polo or something? Oh, because
1: <laughs> it's that particular, that particular part of the world that we know how old the fossils are in that particular layer. Um, yeah, but, yeah it's, but it's just, I got really into it. But then it was, like, really, because for me, I'm, I'm quite nerdy in some ways, and so I would be sitting there, like, telling these guys I liked all about my fossilised hole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I oh, like really just, I knew what to do. <laughs> really, and I, yeah,
1: just I'm uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I won't say some of the stuff I used to do because I think I just
0: oh, just levels of wanker, just levels and levels of wanker. People really. must be like, yeah, fifty two million years fossilised. Oh, you must have had a bad lockdown, girl. <laughs> you must have had it tough. Um, what's it? What do people, when you go on dates, what do people think of your job? Are they impressed?
1: I think they do think it's cool. I do think they think it's cool, but, um, or, or I think they wouldn't, I think they wouldn't go on a date with me if they didn't. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like now that people recognize me a bit more, it gets a bit awkward because um, they assume a lot of things about me, um, but yeah, again, what by they, the way. What I'm do they saying,
0: assume? <laughs> what do they assume? I want to know I want to know what these trash guys assume about my Ella. Tell me about it and I have a word. Do you have a word? <laughs>
1: well like, I think some people think I'm like super tough. Do you know what I mean? And like I think that's quite emasculating for some men. So I definitely some men now they're like, Oh, she like and they don't anyway, yeah. It's okay, weird. So- it's weird, because, yeah, because I have, like, like, that's what they play up on television and, and stuff. And, but also, I am a wanker, so this is a ter- oh, Are you
0: recording? <laughs> well, every minute, every second. Oh, no. no, no, this, is, this is what I want to say. So, first of all, I think you are tough, because you travel the world, um, and you, you. You, you travel on things with no toilets on them. Uh, like, you once did poo in the sea. I saw on Instagram. Like, that's really tough. I wouldn't get on anything with no working toilet. Um, I mean, that's, it,
1: that's quite it, tough. I mean, to be clear, it, there was a toilet, but the toilet was a basket on the side of a ship kind of attached with ropes and some questions. So when I
0: said you pooed in the sea, did I not just say you pooed in the sea? Literally, <laughs> I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> it's like, exactly, what... Do you, you think you get... It? I will hold it in. I'll tell you a true story. I'm, we're potty training my toddler right now. She's really clever. She's far too smart. She doesn't like pooing in the potty, so she saves it all day, right? And if she poos in a nappy at night, that's what I would do on that boat. I'm just not pooing on the side of the side, but I'm just saving it up. I'm saving it up. <laughs> It's you scary. Weren't you scared you were gonna fall in? Yeah. It wasn't
1: pleasant. I mean, yeah. I found I found let's not go. I found other ways of dealing with the situation. Oh, okay. We'll never, keep it in. we'll never discuss like ever. It was <laughs> properly awkward. Because like, also I'm really tall and the 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 that basket was designed for like short Gujarati sailors, and I'm like proper tall, and so you could see me. Do you know like and the thing is the ship was just full of men? So you could see, like you could literally see me with my IBS just like
0: <laughs> It was yeah. like no. I think we need to redefine tough because you're tough to me. I don't want to end this conversation talking about taking a poo as much as I'd love to, because it's, it's right up my street. But I'm gonna ask when when lockdown's over, and it will be over, let's face it, one day we're gonna have some kind of normal where we can travel. What's your dream destination to go to when lockdown's over? Uh, Somaliland. So, oh, good answer. Yeah, and and we're going to wrap on this. Why?
1: Why? So, it's like the bit of Somalia you can go to, and Somalia is really, really understudied, and it's full of, like, fascinating wildlife, fascinating um, archaeology, but there's so few people working there because it's, like, that part of the world. And yet, like, it's literally right where we expect humanity to have had, like, quite a lot of activity. Um, So it's just going to be delicious to look at
0: do you know what? that was a beautiful answer because we're amazing money for a pan-african library and i'm gonna bet that we don't even have that many books about somalia and somaliland so sylvia get onto it man sort it out do you me, and,
1: and hergiza so that's the capital of somaliland have this incredible um, literary festival like people are yes
0: they do they, do, they do it's got a proper scene all uh, right just be- we're gonna wrap this up but sylvia come in and tell us about that literary festival i can hear you we yeah we so, hear we can. Hear yeah that. it's so Thanks. It's the Hargeta International Literary Festival. It takes place every year, but it hasn't happened for the last year and a half because of COVID. And I have a very, very good friend who um, is one of the organisers of it, and he's called Mustafa. Um, and yeah, Somaliland's a great place. Um, lots of culture, history, and I would love to go as well. So maybe we can go together.
1: <laughs> and we'll do a podcast episode from there, mate. We will, a proper one. <laughs>
0: Without a no shade Adina, no shade, no, no, no shade. No Thank you for holding that. <laughs> what they do is they swap sides, like I'm in Nando's and one Sprite and one's Fanta. It's all the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ella. Ella, Ella, Thank you so much for your time. I'm sorry I kidnapped you to do my podcast. No,
1: thanks so much. Thanks what? for having me guys. You're Company, Anna. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Thanks so much. That was Ella Al shamahai fantastic paleontologist, author, presenter, academic. she does it all. she's fantastic. I'm very honored to call her a friend and honorary auntie of my kids. If you want to follow her and keep up and keep up with what she's doing, all of her handles and links and stuff will be in the description of this podcast. I've been a the venue, I'm a stand-up writer and podcaster obviously Uh, you can find me on instagram twitter and facebook my handles are just my name um, and it'd be great if you want to come and say hello thank you for listening and we will catch up next time